So is it already ro- rolling? Yeah, everything's hot. Right? Oh, you guys oh, have shit. mics, everything. I'm sorry. So I just shit. literally caught the whole like 69. Oh, <laughs> shit. Man, but you guys are fucking in an empire fool. How the fuck do you feel about that shit? I- I'm not in an empire. <laughs> hey, bro, anything that can motivate my little girl to one day go to school. Because <laughs> goddamn, bro, you can't say <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> any, anything that motivates my little girl to go to school, I'm going to show Mika, you want to end up like that? You end up <laughs> like that? No, okay. Then go to school. You think you can go sing? You, you think you can sing better than that? I started uh, my first year, maybe a year and four months of doing stand up. It was out in, uh, in, like the Riverside area, but only because I lived in San Bernardino at that time. But yeah, 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 it's not like oh, that's my dream to live in San Bernardino. I have to <laughs> live there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not that I want. Like, what, about, what about those cu- those cousins that are like yeah, I was I'm from Compton food, but like my mom, she sent me, she sent me over oh, here. Oh yeah, that's like- what happened to us. That's what happened to us. But my brother, because he was a gang member, you know. Yeah, dog. but. You know, now I came back, baby, and now fucking <laughs> repping South you, Gang. you were fucking out, and you still come back. What? Come on, bro. You're I out. Mean, Get out. Keep moving forward, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. Fuck that. No, here's like, a... From going from, like, this area to that way, I'm... Nah. I'll go that way. Yeah. That way, it's but not... It's not a good move. Not fucking to Rock City over there. It was... A, it was what, what do you say? Bedrock like, over like there. Bedrock, para allá. Para allá. No mames, baby. Just one freeway where you just see people pass by and like, hey... Goddamn, bro. <laughs> Every time you drive, all you hear is that. <laughs> People, help. Or everybody you meet up is like, I used to live over here. Everyone has a used to live Oh, yeah. Here. Everybody that lives over there. Oh, yeah. Who I used to live in LA. So you always lived out here? Yeah, Linwood. Linwood. You're Linwood, 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 baby. LA, that's it. Linwood is East LA. That's LA. Yeah, bro. Yeah, now, bro. Now I get scared, bro. Now I get scared. Like, it's I live in South Central, Watts, Compton. But now I come back and go, I don't know, bro, because I don't know nobody. Oh, yeah, bro. You understand, bro? Like, And I knew what we used to do to people like me. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to do it, and I know, oh, baby, no, 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 stay in the car, chill, chill. chill. <laughs> like, what do you do? Just chill the fuck out. Loki, I'm doing great. I grew up in South Central, and I literally, now I live across the, the tracks. You know what I mean? We got palm trees and shit now, so I'm fucking... Hey, fool, you'll be surprised a little difference that some train tracks could do to oh, you. Oh, just a street I'm sweeper, bro. Just the fact that they come. You, you're you glad you get a ticket. You're like, you fuck, know. thank you, bro. As long as you get those mattresses out of the fucking bed. You know how I'm doing... As long as you wake up those fucking bums, I don't give a fuck how you do it. God damn, bro. You know bro, I'm doing good because I go back to my old neighborhood to buy my drugs. You know what I mean? That is oh, yeah. well, I have to go back you to You have the to support, spot. bro. You have you to support. support I'm like, they don't even sell it here. <laughs> like that's how you know it's good neighborhood, you know. Well, today in the Little Runways podcast, we got the homies from American Illegals podcast. What's up, he, man? Um, uh, you got Richard uh, Villa comedy. Mm. You've seen them on, on other podcasts like Tom Segura in Espanol. You've seen them on Comedy Central. You've seen them. He just did Moon Tower. He just like yeah, yeah. He just did Moon Tower Comedy Festival. It but shit, a lot of shit, man. It's been yeah. twenty years. It's 20 been twenty years, years so you game. collect a lot of the fucking shit that we're still here. Yeah. We're still fucking rocking and rolling, bro. And then yeah. we got the fucking San Bernardino slash Southgate legend right here at Nestle. This who's fucking doing comedy like all over the LA County and the fucking Riverside. The Riverside is in an Inland Empire, right? Yeah, Inland Empire. Yeah, yeah. you can find fucking. Ernesto either selling merch at the Superior or at fucking yeah. next comedy show. He's gonna be hosting the Monster Mash. Oh yeah, here in Linwood with Insomni Athlete. Those fools are 
fucking like they're, they're piping it up the comedy here in Linwood, bro. Yeah, it's like no really? one has ever really done comedy in Linwood. What is way. what is this thing you're doing? So tell me. I believe last thing you speak of. I believe last month. We did a uh, a show. They just booked me to be on a show. Some some uh, backyard, basically. You know, uh-huh. um, is this the barbecue thing? No. It's no. another one. Oh, the, no yeah, we went to that one. The we went pit. to that other one. Yeah, we went to a barbecue. Okay, so one. I'm not imagining. I'm not. This okay. You know, not. Hey, you guys had a good barbecue. That's all I'm gonna say about that. And uh, <laughs> yo, that barbecue was fire. It was I'm good. not lying. It was fire. <laughs> you know, it's a rough, rough crowd. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a tough crowd. Look, I was performing. I was performing, and I could literally hear like this. Is how shitty our sound system was. Well, we're performing, and then somebody turned on their Bluetooth at the house next door, and I heard that shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, <laughs> they connected. Yeah, yeah they connected. And I was like, "Word, I'm connected." <laughs> You're like, "What the like, fuck?" Word in the middle of my set right now. Like, <laughs> oh shit, that was connected. Dog. But this is this other one in Linwood, dude. That shit was cool. A lot of cool people. Yeah, it was dog. 420 friendly. It was like some some cool dude. He's like a, a physical trainer out here that stays out here and saw me athlete. That was sick for Ruben Ruben Ventura. That was sick. Yeah, dog. Lingwood is um, Lingwood is Lingwood, bro. I always tell people I'm from Compton area because they don't know where Lingwood's at. You know, mm-hmm. even they're like, I've lived in LA all my life. Like, no, you haven't, bro. Oh, yeah. No, you haven't, dog. <laughs> and then a lot of fools, real fools, would be like, that's not Lingwood food. That's like Long Beach. It's like, nah, dog. That's, I mean, that's not LA. That's fucking Long Beach. Like, nah, dog. We're LA, bro. Bro, when like, it comes to taxes, I guarantee you, everybody knows where the <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. line is. Nah, motherfucker, that's a Long Beach tax. I'm in Compton. Remember all Shady, that shit you were bro. talking about? No, motherfucker. Dude, become a homeowner and you'll know. I know, no, motherfucker. I'm in Long Beach. Yeah, Why? Because you're bullshit. I'm I'm on this side of Atlantic. Yes. Look, <laughs> we're out there in San Bernardino with our mask off. You're over here going, motherfucker, yeah, you piece dog, of shit. Yeah, the other day I was in Corona, food. I don't think that's Inland Empire, is it? Yeah, yeah that's San Bernardino Corona. County, right? And then I was in there with a mask in, um, in like an auto zone. Mm-hmm. And fucking everybody looked at me like I was dirty. And yeah, shit. yeah, like, yeah. Like, Motherfucker, you're dirty, dude. Yeah, because that's who wear masks. The you got to eyeball people. it. <laughs> the oh, sick yeah. people you got to take the mask with you and just see what everyone else is doing. And then yeah. you fucking. Yeah, you figure that shit out. Yeah. Fucking. Exactly. um, But yeah, dog. Uh, Moon Tower, Moon Tower Comedy Festival for you. Like, that's a that's low key like a staple in comedy right now. That's a fucking right? like, that's a sick ass venue to yes. do, bro. How was yes. that shit? Uh, it was great because it's like you go to a summer camp and you see all your friends. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Like, you get there, and then it's Brad Williams, Tom Segura, and all the guys from the store, all the guys from the improvs, and then they start introducing you to, like, oh, this is my buddy, this is my friend, and you're you're mixing literally with producers, directors, showrunners, managers, and everybody's seeing your material. You just go to play, and it's so supportive because other comedians will just go and run, hey, I'm going to go see this guy. All right, well, I'm going to go see Brad Williams over here. All right, cool. I'll see you later. All right, cool. And then we'll meet up again at night. So at night, then there's these after parties where that's where you go. And we usually book something like Jenny 69 uh, straight from Riverside. <laughs> but it's, it's good, bro, because... That was the that song you came out to or what? No, nah, of course. Nah, nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> it didn't drop yet. It didn't drop, but I would have, Jenny. I would have. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, fool. It's fucking crazy. Like, all the successes that some of, like, these people, um, like, now I'm going to say these people. That's kind of kind of fucked up, right? Like, the comedians now in LA right now, mm. like, they're getting, they're seeing the, like, um, when comedy, when the pandemic hit, comedy went to a halt. 
And then people started to do their own thing. Like, we did the podcast. Mm-hmm. You guys started um, you know, branching out, yeah. going to open mics. This guy's a savage open mic. This went um, hard. I, I still do mics as, as often as possible. I try to stay as, like... As busy as possible throughout the day, and I don't have to, I don't have to be in here. You know what I mean? Right. I, have to be, I don't have to be in my head with myself. <laughs> so I just schedule myself for as much as possible and yeah. try to stay busy. But I'll do shows, and then right after shows, I'll go do an open mic. Know, you know what wrong. I mean? I'm like, yeah. let me get up again. It's uh, and there's they're coming back, so I just got to be out there doing doing spots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then you know, you got fucking not only comics, fool. You got businesses and all that shit, and fucking. With uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, the little brown boys have been like spotlighting all these foods that are doing like great things for the community. Like, not even just this little community food, like all, my Latinos all, all around the LA County, like putting food on the map, making salsas, like fucking the Go Mafia just did a cabrito in downtown LA, like a, a whole cabrito, like cameras, the cameras are out. Once the cameras are out and like people are actually like go and driven because of you're the attraction that's like an accomplishment you know what i mean so yeah. that's what i'm saying like you being at moon tower in texas that's fucking hard as fuck bro no I that's, can imagine, let's bro. take it even further doing a spanish show Shit. in moon tower oh he was a bunch of ways and cabrones it and is. fucking toma. And it's it's like why is the first ever spanish comedy show in the moon tower festival so now we're in contact to talk and see if we can develop a, a, a recurring thing in every festival. Orale. So for me, that's always been my mission. Since day one, I always wanted to bring Spanish comedy here because I didn't want to do it in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, Does yeah, that you, make yeah, sense? Yeah, you were I, doing it in Mexico yeah. all the time, right? I was doing it in Mexico, but then I said, why do I want to do it over there? We have so much raza over here. We can do it over here. And it works. People go to these Spanish shows. So now they're looking at the market going, yeah, bro, there's people who speak Spanish and English that would go to these fucking shows. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Segura proving it. Yeah, he he's doing. The, he has a Tom Segura in Espanol. Uh-huh. Watching him do like we went to a show, uh, mm-hmm. Irvine Improv. Yeah, uh, I went over to hang out with Rich and uh, and just obviously try to fucking oh let's meet. Let me see if I can meet Tom Segura. <laughs> can I get oh, a like, picture? Can I get a picture? <laughs> you know, and shit. <laughs> and uh, luckily, like he's so chill, he's like, all right, come in, come to the pot. Like he's he's gonna meet you guys, you know. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. he hooked it up and stuff. But just watching him alone, watching him do stand up. Because I've been such a fan of Tom for many years, and I know how he does stand up in, in English. You know, it's but yeah, you don't yeah, even yeah. think about it, right? right? But then when he does it in Spanish, I'm like paying attention. And it's the same thing, but he somehow figured out how to just do it in a little in, better, in yeah. Spanish. You know what yeah. I mean? I thought it was gonna be a whole like it's a whole other type of comedy, a whole other thing. Because I mean, I had no no experience with Spanish comedy. You know, up yeah. until I met Richard. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen him do some Spanish comedy. That shit is, it's tough, dog. It looks it's hard. hard. <laughs> it's hard, bro. You gotta think fast on your toes. Like I still think of words in English and still gotta like flip them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but yeah. this fool's out here fucking like, oh yeah, see me, huh? Like going with like four hours. It's, shit. it's literally like singing, bro. Like like Mexico, the language okay. of Mexico. Yeah, it has like a rhythm. So that's that's where I was. Okay, I'm glad you see it. So this is where I'm going with this. People that hear me in Spanish that don't know me understand that rhythm in spanish there is a certain tone there's a there's a certain rhythm and if you hit that rhythm people just follow you and just constantly laugh with you yeah Yeah. tom segura in english has a rhythm if you really pay attention to a set he really has a rhythm and you we laugh already and and he sets us up and you can almost pick up the rhythm yeah yeah and so what he does is he then translates his stuff in spanish uses the same rhythm and it works basically 
Everything's good so far, right? This is the dissecting Here, Tom this Segura's. Is, this is, well, because I, I, I sit there and I watch him because yeah. I'm helping him with some of his stuff. So I watch him. I'm trying yeah. to help the guy, and I'm telling him, everything is awesome. Your audience exactly understands everything you're saying. Yeah. This is a problem. This is your audience. Oh, so then you you are trying to go to a bigger market. I want to sit my mom in this audience. Oh, okay, I get you. And I want my mom to go. Oh, yeah. Making. All right, let's, okay, see, you making your up. fans laugh in all Spanish right. is easy. Make my mom laugh in Spanish. Making the elders laugh. Period. Or, or period. Or even the young guys from Mexico Just laugh and they get it. Not your demographic. Not yeah. your demographic. People that would never have seen you. I think that's the next step for Tom. I think Tom should really put him, himself in front of that audience to well, measure his real comedy. Like now, <laughs> these that's these people don't know you, so could you deliver? Yeah. Do you think because because they throw me in front of them and and, and they don't know me, don't know and I still make them laugh. So if I can make them laugh without them knowing me, I mean nobody knows me. When yeah. I go up, they just say Richard Villa. Mm -hmm. My job now is to make them laugh. I want him to do the same thing with an audience that doesn't know him. So prepping these Spanish shows, I don't know when, but I'm always going to leave that door open for Tom. And I tell Tom, you should just pop in. Orale. Because if you just pop into one of my Spanish shows, that audience wasn't there for you. They don't even know you. But now they're going to crack up and you're going to get a real feel for a real audience. Now, now, that you, now that you fucking mentioned that, like I think Spanish comedy is a comedy that can you can tag like tag team some like tag team some fool like come in and riff on each other like easily i don't think it's easy to, for like english comedy like it's like bumping mics you know that probably, yeah bumping mics but like those are like those are uh new yorker like yeah. bumping mics was awesome I you're talking it. something like albur, albur, un albur, yeah, albur. Talking about albur yeah como things we were talking about que cuando llueve que quieres ver ver gotitas o ver gototas <laughs> oh yeah that's what it is que quieres ver <laughs> Yeah, you but, it, 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 it says, no sé, pues vergototas. Okay, <laughs> So, in Mexico, you can do that at the double entendre, they call yeah, it. Yeah. You know, and so now you're you're basically, you know, you up right doing like, the I other guy. I'm in my own fucking show. Yeah. I got shouted out. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> How, do, do you still find, because, uh, I mean, experience with stand up. Mm -hmm. You 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 have hella. You do your fucking podcast every fucking as much as yeah, you can. Yeah, but that's different, bro. Like I just I just said I can't really join in on this conversation because I'm still open mic. Like, do you, how um, uh how do you prepare to when you go into like an open mic and stuff like that? Because uh, how often do you have these conversations with like you get to talk stand up? And shit? Oh, not really. I don't really get to talk because like you know you've you've met me fool. Like the first time I've ever hung out fool, we went to a bar and like we went through the to a bar with open micers and then. I left to the restroom and they asked him, damn, why is Frankie so aggressive? Like, is oh, yeah. he mad? And he's like, nah, he's just from Linwood. Like, 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 man, like that's an explanation? Yeah, Don't say but that. it makes sense because a lot of foods that I've met like out here, out here like, they're, it's an aggressive city, you know? Like, it, it, yeah. not in the way that you think that like, we're all tough or anything. We, I don't really uh, sugar sugarcoat anything for anybody. I'll tell you what it is. Like, oh, hey, well, how did I do? That shit was whack. Period. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the end of my statement. And like people will be like, oh, like why are you like I'm not here. To, I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. I'm not your fucking cousin. You know. Don't ask me, bro. <laughs> yeah, just don't, don't ask, ask me. me. And fucking like when it comes down to what he just asked me about, like how do I approach comedy and how do I have these conversations? I really don't have these conversations with m most people. Just him. And then when I approach comedy at all as an open micer, I write 
on my spare time, but then I make topic points, yeah, like real quick topic points, and I and and I guess um, you try to riff on them. I try to riff on them, and then I remember my jokes on stage, and then I just do the highlighted part of my joke because there's a lot of words into a joke, yeah. but then the punchline, you know, I remember the punchline, and then I work with that. Mm. I don't know, bro. I have autism. I think. No, I don't know. <laughs> No, no I was laughing because the other time when we did a, uh, we did a. I fucking ate a bag. Yeah, it's so shit, hard, bro. dude. It was. So wait, wait. I had a like. First of all, like <laughs> they had like Friday night lights, bro. Those shits were. Bah, like, yeah, this you can was... hear the buzzing and the <laughs> light bulb, you know. And I fucking went up there and I was talking shit about all these foods. And I went up there and I was just and then I fucked up for like heckling. <laughs> That's what I happened, dude. Like you sh- was like heckling yeah. the whole time. Like it wasn't like nefarious or anything or mean. You were just. Just, you know, like you throw in a tag or you just fuck around like uh, with the person on stage. It's a late mic, right? Yeah. Everyone's there just doing the... It's like midnight already, you yeah. know? Everyone's yeah, getting yeah. up. So he's like... everyone. Now everyone's starting to be like, all right, dude, fucking you get up here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what and then he fucking get up there and then... He went up yeah, there. And then he yeah, got yeah, up there. Fucking ate shit, and then it was like, oh, God. But I thought oh, it was God. fucking hilarious. It was like, funny. This is what I get. This is what it I get. was funny. It was a good fucking time, dude. I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoyed watching wow. you struggle up there. I had a good time. Yeah. And then I fucking shout out to like all the comedians that we... Like, Ange- um, La Smith, Angela Corzin, and all them. They're always like laughing at me like... Talking shit like, all right, you remember that one time? Remember that one time? Because yeah. they were there. But yeah, for the LA comedy scene is tight. I like it. Yeah. I like doing comedy. Like you know, I in the beginning of the year, I told myself, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go hard this year on my passion, which is like comedy." And and for one year consecutively pushing myself. There's days where I don't even want to do shit, bro. For sure. I don't want to edit. I don't want to even go to work. I still get my ass up. I go to work, come back. I'm up to like two, three in the morning. Four coffees deep, you know, maybe one brew, I don't know, and fucking just get it done, you know? And then the next day, I get reminded by a lot of people. I constantly get reminded, even with Poncho's, like, oh, that shit was funny, bro. And that's all I want. That's literally all I want. I don't want nobody to be like, yeah, you guys are sick. I want, is it funny? That's literally it. You know, it's crazy because, it, like, in the beginning, you're, you, like, I remember that too, like, sitting down and like having to put in hella work because i'm like fucking motivated yeah. and i was just talking to him about this <laughs> earlier motivated, i was talking to him about earlier where it's just like now it just feels like it, it gets easier to do to do to perform and to write and to be funny it gets easier but then you just have to do more work because now you got to put in extra yeah, work and now it's easier right it's like you got to put more weight on and it, it never stops and then thinking about richard where i'm just like he has a whole schedule planned out for like Weeks in advance, and he's yeah. gonna fucking time restrictions. That's like he's quiet like right now. We like, you guys I'm, are I'm, 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 I'm looking at this, going like, you think it's gonna get easier, motherfuckers? Get the fuck out now, bitches! You only have if to this, work harder. You guys sound like straight bitches. bitches, bro. I'm like, goddamn, motherfucker. Back in my day, we didn't have Facebook, bitch. Yeah, we didn't have like, Instagram. I listen to like you have to be talented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you guys <laughs> crying about, bro? We had talent. <laughs> no, then like, you know, I love, I love like, like seeing people go up there and kill it, bro. Don't get me wrong, for I'm not one of those fucking. Like this fool, I've seen this fool like murder. I'm I'm right there clapping just just as much and fucking like I said, Monster Mash, October 19th in Linwood. That show was all fire, bro. Wasn't it the last one they had? That it show was, was crazy. Fire, bro. And they let me go for like I think I was supposed to do like a ten minute set. Yeah, it's I ended up doing like twenty minutes yeah. and just fucking 
going in, bro. It was sick. It was a sick ass set. Everybody was into it. And it's local, bro. And then you can buy your tickets and they have brew and you're gonna have a good time. And and this fool's out here fucking selling merch and shit. Like so you're gonna see people hustle and like what it takes to be a comedian and all that stuff. And there's no knocking merch. Full fuck shit. I bought some. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I buy merch all the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dog, give me, give me whatever you got. Let me get two. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, dog. And then, and then it's like. I, I would know. rather wear a shirt that says, what you get? It? Oh, it's my boys. Yeah. Then go, yeah. oh, I got it at Walmart or I got it at Target yeah. or wear nothing. Yeah. Like I made it a point and my wife says, you're just like a picture. I said, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to wear a big old brand or anything else. I wear shit that has no brand. And or, or my logo. Do you worry how how much since you're, uh, I mean, and I'll say it, a successful fucking comic. Uh-huh. How much do you worry about your image and and uh, yeah, your haircuts and shit? Like yeah, because you always be- fucking fresh. We're always fresh, fade, Ooh. lined up all the time. No. But no, no, that's just being clean, bro. That's just normal. <laughs> what the fuck? What happens in Linwood, bro? Like, you guys don't have haircuts? <laughs> the fuck? I mean, this is normal shit. Know, it's called grooming. Fucking... It's you guys get pedicures too, right? Uh, or you guys are geez. vicious. I don't know about that. All right, all right, never mind. I don't go to the right. pedicures. Maybe I went to bougie. What is it? What is it? That's like a pediatrician. Like a child doctor. That's a child's doctor. I don't want to be all over my feet. Is, uh, is no. that why you shaved? You had to go to the doctor? You <laughs> <laughs> had to get like, in still? I'd be hating that shit. Like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm old. 13. Bro. I'm fucking old, bro. But no, yeah. But, no, but it seems uh, like, because you're just like, I made a conscious decision to only wear like fucking like blank shirts and shit like that. Yeah. You know, do you have I, like an image? Do you always, do you feel like you have to look like your headshot? No, uh, I don't. But but it, it it helps. You know what? When you're auditioning, if you look nothing like your fucking headshot, that's bullshit, dude. Oh, that's yeah. like fucking catfishing. The, that works like that's the, the same thing on agent. Tinder. Yeah, you're like, oh come on, bro. Really? Look at this. This was 20 years ago, Dick. Like, are you still using this headshot? So you got like I have 60 a, pounds on you, big dog. I, yeah, for sure. So I got an agent. The agent tells me, yeah, you should get all these headshots. So yeah. I have like a sh- like a box of headshots. He says, I'm gonna blow you up. This is it. And we're gonna do this. And so this is about maybe 17, 16 years ago. Damn. Okay. And I'm like. With all these fucking headshots, that's even and I, gay, that's I, even like gayer now. Like thinking pictures of like you have to pay a guy to take pictures yeah. now. Like everybody has pictures, so it's like it doesn't seem as like as yeah. like you're full of yourself. But back then, if you were like, I gotta get these pictures of me uh, in different why, outfits. Why does he like, have ten thousand headshots of himself? <laughs> Who the fuck what is kind this of guy? Put your face in front of like a fucking like Kinko's printed like mixtape cover. So, like gay. So now I'm fucking <laughs> fifty pounds heavier. Fucking yeah. twenty years older. I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do with these headshots? Give him out of my funeral. What the fuck? I know. It's so like you're actually absolutely right. Now that I think about it, I lived in that. Like I got to see the transition between like like um physical to digital yes you know what i mean so like i i still have like some cds somewhere like around here and i the, i just went to like a 2000s party and they gave like souvenir cd players oh, yeah. yeah i was like no nah, that's fucking sick bro and then i was like I put it i put it on and i'm like i need a fucking 50 cent the massacre cd right now oh, yeah, like, yeah. oh i have that shit mm-hmm. so like you talking about like how hard it was back in the day yes. with comics had to like burn their comedy onto a cd and then do a set Come off the set, be in the fucking parking lot, and be like, "Oh, I got my CDs for ten bucks, five bucks, oh, yeah. fucking for free." If I know a dude who fucking he printed out a bunch of Blu-rays a while back, and he just finished selling them. You know what I mean? 
And it's literally like, hey, dude, I know it took a while, but fuck it. You invested in yourself and you sold every single fucking Blu-ray. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't care if it was a little late. You fucking did it, bro. Killing it, you know? That's crazy, bro. It it was back then, too. It it seems like you had to wait on, like, you. I don't know how the fuck you did it, but back then, like, I, I don't know shit about it, but back then it seems like you had to wait on somebody to be like, it's your fucking, you kid, I'm going to blow you up. Oh, yeah. no, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be the There's guy. There's always some guy in the back with a cigar and a fucking I like uh, it. I want hat. pictures of Spidey. You know? yeah. Yeah. You're it. You're it. Come on. You no, got it, kid. It, it, it wasn't that, and we were discussing this earlier. What happened with me was this. I, I, I was in here off of, is it Lingwood? Off uh, of the yeah. uh, Atlantic, Atlantic and yeah, Imperial. Oh, yeah, here, yeah, Estapa. There was a restaurant called Estapa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. that's where Jeff Garcia came and saw me, and I packed out the place, and I was doing comedy maybe three years. Estapa, Estapa bar, Estapa yeah. bar and grill, and we used to do comedy shows. That was there. his big break. Okay, <laughs> that was my big break because Jeff Garcia showed up. He did a spot. And I said, bro, like, I want to pay you some gas money. Somebody says, nah, just give me some tacos. I was like, oh, dude, that's dope. And so I got him some tacos. And he's like, dude, who packed it? I said, me. He says, you want to do the Hollywood Improv? I was like, all right. Oh, that's back so, in Jimmy Neutron days. Yes, yeah, back, back in Jimmy yeah, Neutron Sheen. days. I, met, I just met Jeff Garcia recently. And I was just like, yeah, yeah Jimmy Neutron's time. Peak Sheen. <laughs> Peak Sheen. And so we go to the Hollywood Improv. Clark is there, the manager, and he says, all right, you got Friday nights, 10 o'clock. Became a huge hit, bro. Like, we were selling out every freaking night, and it just ran for 10 years after that. So being in that environment, the whole story is being in that environment is where the jobs are. Nobody's going to come to Linwood and hire you guys. Nobody's going to go to Riverside to hire you guys. Okay, You have to go to Hollywood. You have to hang out with that audience. You have to demand to get spots and call in because... This is a problem, and I'll be honest with you guys. As Latino comics, you guys are pussies. You guys are fucking pussies. You don't have the boss to go to Hollywood. You guys don't have the boss because you feel uncomfortable, because you feel like you don't belong there. Oh, yeah, go hang dude. out there. I certainly there. feel uncomfortable. I, I don't, yeah, I'm uncomfortable right now. Right, yes. You want to get to the nitty-gritty motherfucker? Let's get to but, the but, but it's yeah. easy It's easy to do a fucking I, rinky-dinky show here, and I'm not calling it down or anything, but I'd rather do a Nistapa bar, and I'd rather do this yeah. than try to my luck in Hollywood. Meaning, if you guys really got together and you guys focused on one major comedy club and you guys all helped each other in promoting it and being legit and putting everybody on a schedule, on a monthly schedule, and it's going to be a weekly show, and you guys did it as a showcase. But in one of the major clubs, you would have producers showing up. This is why. Producers are lazy. Lazy people don't want to get out of the fucking city if you're so not in Hollywood. I don't want to see him. And overtake a yes, fucking comedy club. Basically. It's the only way I've seen no, it work. Hey. <laughs> the only way. All right, guys. Fucking... That's how white people do it, baby. I don't want the stage time. I want his life. Life. <laughs> Ring me his Savages, head. Bro. Ring me his head. Fuck. But that's how you do it, bro. You have to fucking put asses in seats. Do yeah, it. And, I, but do it where from people From this day it. forward, I vouch to demand to be put on at these fucking clubs. You hear me? Fucking... Well, I don't know. I don't know any producer names at the clubs. But... I mean, like, like I said, bro. Fucking... Now you know when would you would know? Okay, Sorry. let me ask you a question. You know, I mean, do you know who books the Laugh Factory? No. Okay, don't answer. Do you know who books the Laugh Factory? I can't imagine it's Jamie Masada. No, it's not. But do you <laughs> then know? No, then no. Okay. The rumors are wrong. So here you go. 
before you can get booked into the place, you have to know the the guy that books it. The way you will learn that information is hang out at the Laugh Factory. Like I got to meet some some um, producers one time. I was hanging out at a food spot, and then um, I know the I know the guy. I'm not gonna say the spot because they're getting ready to do some fucking crazy shit. But the guy was like, "Oh yeah, this is that this is that kid I was talking to you about," and I'm just like. The fuck like I, I turn around and i said that out out loud and he's like where you from like like just like you the cigar fucking hey where you from kid and i'm just like i'm not first of all i'm not a kid motherfucker <laughs> and then it's like i got to, to talk to them and like damn that's how and like how you told me one time you're like that's how you really talk huh like i'm like yes i talk food what the fuck and fucking the same thing they're like oh man this guy's a character between like all them foods and i'm just like i felt picked on and uh. I just started capping on them. <laughs> like I just started going at them, and then like those like, oh, that, that, you're funny. And then I just tell them, oh, well, here, follow my podcast at least. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna get. But then they just hit me up recently, like something about like some some comedy event. But hopefully it goes through. I don't know. Don't know yet. But yeah, you're right. He, he, he doesn't have Tourette's, people. I know in the camera you <laughs> can't see that. <laughs> you look crazy right now, bro. You me. look fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> he did look like he was like, <laughs> like why the fuck is he? All right, so I put Fido <laughs> <Fido> <laughs> here and they're fucking me up, bro. This was said, so they're going to call. I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. going to call. I don't know if they... <laughs> when but, does he have a nervous switch? <laughs> yeah, bro, I have fucking... I'm, I'm so autistic, awkward... I think I am on the spectrum. For I, I can't tell, bro. I cannot tell you. Nah. You disguise it really well. Nah, I'm on you're, the spectrum, dog. I focus in on shit like Spider-Man and shit like that's Spider-Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I wanted to talk about for, yeah. during the podcast with you guys. Just the do's and don'ts of um, of comedy, and obviously, like, do the sh- I, do you do you recommend like us comedians like these new me a new upcoming comic do you recommend me, me to, and whatever you you're in the fucking game for a while bro what the fuck you're well known but you do you recommend for anyone who wants like you know to open to to do this comedy thing if you think they got it like would you recommend to do these uh backyard gigs or or like these little shows or would you just go straight to the fucking big leagues and just fucking marinate with the sharks and shit i'll tell you this in order for you to get booked, if if you're interested with the clubs, you need to get in contact with who books the club and then build a relationship with the people there. Oh, That's man. the only way you're going to get in, guys. It's nepotism to the max. You understand? Mm-hmm. They're going to favor their own comics until you become a favorite staple of that place. If that's your goal, if that's something, <laughs> no, no, bitch. listen, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. If, if five that, years down the drain. Well, I mean, if you would have spent those five years in one of the clubs, were you willing to invest all that time? Uh, fuck. Did you podcast with the guy, bro. What the mm-hmm. fuck? I ain't come here to get discouraged. No, that's, no, that's true, though. It is true. If you want to, if that's something, you, I don't give a shit. It's true. No, it's and maybe true. I was spoiled because I, at three years into comedy, I was already at the Hollywood Improv doing my own show. But, but I never gave a shit about saying, "Oh, I did the story." There's so many people go, but your name's not at the at the store yeah, yeah, wall. Yeah. And I go, bro, I have a show on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm fucking none of these guys have any of that shit. What was your Some biggest? Them, what was your biggest uh, like achievement in stand-up where you were like, "Damn, I fucking need it right now." You were on the was it when you were on TMZ or what? Richard Villa, we catch you. We're catching up with him. Yeah, I'm peeing and shit. <laughs> oh man, come on, bro. You saw my pee pee like that, bro. It was cold. <laughs> um, <laughs> Talking about soccer for no reason. Biggest, biggest moment. Um, 
Uh, I don't know, man. I, I think there's a lot of a lot of moments I can't put one. I mean, the show was a great moment putting together eight episodes and doing it in Spanish. I think I think me accomplishing that just because I went to the beginning. You understand? I was already doing comedy for 10 years. I was at the Hollywood Improv for 10 years with my show. And and by then, I had already accumulated television, film. What was the name of your show? Uh, the the, re, the Refried? The uh, Refried Comedy. Refried Friday's Refried Comedy. Fri- yeah, I heard about that. So, so we were there so many years. So for me, it was like that. when I decided I want to do Spanish comedy, I had to go back to open mics. Meaning I went to Mexico, yeah. and now it came out of my pocket. Now I would pay a ticket to fly to Mexico City to beg for time in the open mics. What channels were? Minutes. What channels were? Or what? What was like the network that were popping back then? Galavision, right? And and like for comedy, I think it was like. No, I'm I'm going way school, bro. I'm going there, bro. I'm going with that Alba, way. Sick now I, to go managing him. That's another big moment for me. You manage him? I manage this guy. Woo! What the fuck? Yes, bro. bro. So, Why don't you open up with that, fool? That's oh, like a staple that's here. Just, <laughs> hey, dude, he always like just plays it off. Yes, like the dude. other time I was like, hey, so Moon Towers, yeah, is that a good show? And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? This is the <laughs> yeah, sickest like, show. Yeah, it was but cool, it, man. He just does he just does cool shit. His whole life, dude. <laughs> His whole good. life he's done cool shit. Bro, not all my whole life. I have fucked up <laughs> he's shit. Engineer, bro. Yeah. Before he was an engineer, like yes. he was like twenty one. Sick ass fool. No, yeah, uh, twenty three, bro. I was twenty three when I was yeah, an engineer. Yeah, there you go. Look, damn, you managed that guy. That's pretty crazy, huh? How but the fuck is that fool? He was so crazy. Or what? This was one of my biggest moments. So, my dad never really thought I was funny because it's English stand up, bro. Here we go. So my dad would go, "Hey, bro, hey, we're opening the lid now." Yes. <laughs> so, I'm an engineer. And I go tell my dad, hey, dad, I'm going to quit my job as an engineer to become a stand-up. My dad was losing his shit. It is a pendejo. It is a pendejo. In serio? Con eso. Así, güey. If he had that horn, he would have played it, too. He was like, oh, yeah. yeah like- it is a pendejo. He said, este baboso. Oye, Julia. Oye. He's telling my mom, oh, este baboso. Va a contar chistes. And I was like. A ver, cuéntame uno ahorita. No. And he would say, your jokes suck. Damn. And I'm like, Dick, I just started. And it's in English. You don't even understand what the fuck I'm saying. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. So he was a big, big fan of Luis Alba. So uh, I met the producer that was bringing him to Los Pinos okay. here in Southgate. Remember Los Pinos? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I was doing comedy for like two years. And I remember I told Joe, hey, let me open up for the guy. And he booked me. Oh, and I rough? opened up his show with like five minutes and they gave me tickets and my dad showed up. And for my dad, this is his idol when it comes to comedy. Like this is his idol. And this was the first time my dad ever saw me in Spanish. Like that. So I came back crying with my tickets. Papa viene Luis. So I got to open up for him, and my dad went, and he's like, all right, you're a comic. I was like, yeah. by this time, I had already done a, a show on MTV called Chico and Wapo, uh-huh. an, MTV, an animated series. I was oh, a voice shit. and the writer for the show. And my dad was still like, este baboso perdiendo el tiempo, haciendo oh, sus babosadas. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm on MTV, but my dad didn't see MTV. He didn't give a fuck. Dude, I just bought you a car, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck? 
No, I get that, bro. I get that 100. Yeah. Damn, you, but you're opening my lid now. Is like that my how it happens to you? <laughs> now, let's break it's it down. down. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, you okay. fucking... Only because you look like a therapist let, on, let me from Santa Monica. You, how does that make you feel? Where Where did I get all of these opportunities? Where am I getting all these opportunities? In Hollywood. Oh, shit. I was lucky enough to hit the Hollywood improv stage and producers, directors, other actors, other showrunners, they're hanging out because their job is to find talent and they're lazy. They don't want to leave Hollywood. So they're, they're, they're comfortable going to a Hollywood improv and they go, oh, hey, Richard, you want to do this? Yeah, let's do that. That's how it happens. They just so, want to, they, like that strip, that Sunset Strip is literally like, That's where you're going to hang out. That's where you're going to make friends. I'm take your advice with that. I'm going to take a notepad and just go Look, to every fucking. Do you, want, do you know why people join fraternities or it's sororities? For, for the brotherhood it's and the for benefits, like, okay, right? What's the brotherhood? For nepotism, right? So for you can nepotism. fucking get jobs when you're out of college. So you exactly. can get a. I'm a broke. That. Okay. That's, why people go, that's why people go and join Freemasonry and all that you know, shit. No, that shit. Nepotism. Nepotism? And yeah. that's a lot of it is in comedy, bro. Moon Everybody, is that, is that okay. moon rising or moon, moon, moon landing? Uh, <laughs> nepotism. A half a moon. Half yeah. a moon. <laughs> but, but any headliner wants to take somebody that he can hang out with and fucking chill. Yeah. So he doesn't want to show up to a comedy club and be like, oh, fuck this dick. You know, now I'm stuck in Chicago alone. I'm going to go wonder because I don't like this dick. Yeah. So what does a headliner do? He says, now nah, I'm bringing my feature. At least I have one guy to hang out with and I'm not there alone. Two plane tickets. Let's go, bro. Let's go to Chicago. Yeah. All right, cool. Now you hang out with somebody. That's what Tom does. That's what the bird does. That's what all these guys do. So, so let me ask you this, uh, um, piggybacking off of that. You've done the road, right? And then like, it, what, what do you... What do you describe the road like? Like, is it lonely? Is it fucking, are you that type of fool that like, oh, I need a buddy and shit? Or like, or you read a book or what? Like, what do you do you on the road? Book. You read a book. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that gets up if I'm on the road and I go walk around the downtown area. Yeah. Like we're sitting at the hotel. I know usually it's next to the venue. So we'll go and I'll walk around the get downtown area. Get something local, yeah, bro. Yeah. Get on a burger, get on a lemon, or whatever the fuck they're called. So <laughs> you for sure go to the movies, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You go to- a three o'clock movie. Yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. with them. I went yeah. to a matinee. Yes. We watched Fast yeah. and the Furious 9. Fucking family. Yeah. Family. <laughs> Family, a big ass Family. popcorn for sure. Ooh. The biggest with butter all over. It. All over. Bro, you bro. fucking know. Hey, did hey, that hey, thing God. where you put straws in the popcorn? And you whip out the put the, the, the butter the, in the, the straw. Do you, do you want? Yeah, exactly. Do you know why this is happening? Because my wife's not there to fuck up the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean, she's not gonna. Wait, what's this? It's oh, boring. Man. Let me go to the bathroom. Oh my how you gonna God. watch? A, how you gonna watch a movie about family without your <laughs> wife? Without your wife and your kids? How do you know it was about family? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even. I, I don't watch those movies anymore. They're I'm so grown. dumb. Oh, dude. We God. were cracking up. They were waiting to space. They got space, bro. Come on, bro. That's the music space. You gotta be funny. Come on, the funniest shit is like when you went to space in a Nova. Yeah. <laughs> dude the funny like he's like there's parts in the movies in where it's supposed to be suspenseful and like serious yeah yeah yeah. and then they hit these stupid dialogue or something or something stupid happens and now it's in a serious moment the theater bursts out laughing yeah, you know yeah. I mean? so it's, yeah. Like, it's not even just me that thinks it's dumb it's, we yeah. all agree it's because it's, it's stupid, stupid yeah. <laughs> see like, no once the car hit space bro i was like oh come on bro like you did this to knowing that you will never do ever another fucking I like, when he, I like when he was in space and he's full on in space and he's like, still <laughs> <laughs> I like the wheels are gonna crash. Savage ass fucking Vin Diesel, bro. But um, let's let me let me um let me ask let me pick your brain on uh-huh. on what's been 
working in a writer's room and being like you grew up in Compton, bro. Let's talk about that, yes. and then let's talk, let me ask you that. You, you grew up in Compton. In Compton. <laughs> yeah, you, you're you're you know I don't want to really put your business out there unless you're like out. Ernesto does. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, there well was, known. you know there were some some you know some felonies involved and all yeah. that shit, and and you went from that to like he said like you you've done some cool shit in your life from grow, from being from Compton to becoming now this like this headliner and and then now. You went. You talked about being in a writer's room. How? What's that like? Like being in a like. Do you have a team or is it just you and a desk and fucking everything has to just leak out of your brain or is it like fucking you get like a like hey you know what's funny a tag or the way it works very simple guys you'll be in a room just like we're sitting here the showrunner which is the guy that tells you what what's okay how we're gonna do it is if it's possible. Uh, and he starts putting together the story. He's there with the talent. Basically, Orlando Jones was our talent. <coughs> Sorry. And so... Uh, well, we're just throwing I farted, but you guys didn't even hear but that. But I used I, <laughs> I wanted to, too. <laughs> so it's all of us, and they go, okay, guys, we need episodes. And they'll describe first. You have to get a clear understanding of who your characters are. Because you're coming in to write for a show. Mm-hmm. If you create your own show, you know all of this. Is. Right. But if I hire you as a writer, I mm-hmm. want you to come in as a writer. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the fuck you're writing about. So you need to familiarize yourself with the characters. Who are they? Because you're going to write for them. If he's a grumpy fool, don't get him all happy and saying, hooray. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's defeating the purpose. He's a grumpy guy. He's going to have a smarky line and some racist shit. The other guy's goofy. He's going to say some goofy fucking line. So once you get established, the characters, they say, okay, guys. Give me opening scenes. What is the first episode? Ideas for the first episode. Everybody then gets to pitch three, four ideas. So you get four ideas, four ideas, four ideas. This is on Tuesday. We're, we're told what we need to do. On Wednesday, we come back with our ideas. Say, okay, pitch. Well, what about this? What about that? Everybody goes, okay. And then goes, the guy there, the census guy goes, nope. Can't say that. Move it this way. Damn. Okay. What about this? And they said, no, can't do that. Do it this I'll way. And then you start putting, they start putting you <laughs> into a box, enough. bro. Not They'll start literally that. limiting every, every oh, idea you have to like, no, we well, you can't say that. Well, that's kind of racist. It's no. kind of something that's funny. He, he said, I would get down. Because like, <laughs> you do have to get comfortable the more you work for other people or the more like people are yeah. paying you to do jobs. Yeah. You got to be comfortable with like criticism, like literally for them to be like, that sucks. What else you got? You know what no, I mean? Yeah, and, it would, it, it, and it would be like, come on, guys. No, I'm not. Stop. Meanwhile, it's... They'll stop you in the mid-fucking pitch. Like, you'll go, okay, so and he's... Like, okay, it. stop. You're a faggot. <laughs> come on, guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, what are you, American? They shit all over you. You know what yes. I mean? Well, not like that. But they, they fucking tell you, hey, <laughs> that's not going to make it. Extremists over here. Because they don't... paint a picture. You, you, they don't... They, and they're pitching that way because they don't want to waste their time writing. Right now, we're still not writing. Dialogue has not come in yet. Right, this is just the premise. Yeah, storyboarding. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, before you start putting in dialogue, we just need to know it's going to pass. Okay, pass. Okay, write it up. Like, I, I just, I, the reason I, I picked your brain on that is because, like, uh, a group of comedians have um, started a little, like, collective to write these sketches, like these TikToks and stuff. And, like, shout out to uh, Better Court Productions and the team behind that. But, um, like, I get writer's block, bro. And I just like, I don't know what it is, fool. I just can't like share my ideas, dog. Like you know what I mean? Like this is fire. 
<laughs> like this is fine. Do you know what you can I'm do? Gonna do it by myself. I'm gonna, no, and you no, don't not do even it. like that. Not even and like that. It's just do like it? I don't want to mention because I don't want to get that rejection, bro. I'm really bad with rejection. I just like, get rejected. Inside, you know, and I'm not that type of dude that's like, oh, I can't say, can't take. No. I can take a no, and, but in my head, I'm talking mad shit, you know. And then I don't know, bro. I got some fucking autism to deal with. But this is easy to solve, bro. What you want to do is do what improvers do to write people from Saturday Night Lives, people from <laughs> Matt TV. <clears throat> this is what they do. You <laughs> you run through it. Do the sketch. Yeah. Just improvise a sketch right now. What is it? Okay, bro, I had an idea about a guy like Jesus. So Jesus comes in and catches us doing the podcast, right? And then um, he'll come in and he'll start, okay, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. Yeah, and he yeah, starts yeah. explaining it to us. Okay, let's improvise, okay? And at the end, you're going to die. All right, here we go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you just improvise. And improvisers that are doing them write their sketches wow. like this Saturday Night Live, that's how they write. And I think it's also from, uh, you got to get comfortable, like, with bombing, I think that's how it comes in handy yeah. so much. I'm getting where real go, comfortable with where that. Where you go out and you perform. <laughs> Dude, I bombed for, like, two years before I was funny, you know what yeah. I mean? And I thought, and that's the worst part, is I was like, I thought I was funny, but then I was so not, you Thank know? God you didn't know exactly <laughs> what you were fucking sounding like, bro, because if you would have quit. If you wouldn't yeah. know what you sounded like, you were like, "Oh fuck, no!" <laughs> <laughs> I stopped myself. Oh, I go, go back, <laughs> go back. <laughs> no, but that's when you got to get comfortable with bombing, and you got to get comfortable with failure and yeah. fucking losing and taking L's because, like, I mean, yeah. you, it doesn't matter if you take a fucking a hundred thousand L's when you get that fucking dub, bro. It's like, ah, oh, my dick. Now, if you write the way I'm telling you to write. Yeah. Not only will you get comfortable in acting, meaning it's not the first time you're running through it, so you'll give yourself an opportunity to play more. So by you writing this way, by just sketching it out this way, by doing it live, um, the time when you're ready, when you're ready to act, it'll be so simple because you've ran it through so many times just to develop it. Right. You know I, I get mean? you. I get you. It's like, it'll be like second nature. So, so, so now when you act, you're not all stiff. You've been running this over and over just to develop yeah. it. So try it that way. That way you don't have to sit out and just write and then grab a group of guys that are willing to play with you. Yep. You need no no no, not like that, bro. Like, I mean like improvise. <laughs> very progressive. We're very progressive. Very I got progress. a vest on. Listen, look <laughs> look at that hat. If that doesn't tell you how progressive yeah, we are, progressive, it's a Polaroid hat. Yeah, that's what they yeah, all say. These are primary yeah, colors. Yeah. It's pole for it, sure. No, if you guys can't read it, it says it says Poreloyo. That's what that says. It says Poreloyo. So, it's not Polaroid, Poreloyo. <laughs> so like American Illegals, bro, your podcast, they can see that on Insta on Instagram. You can follow them at American Illegals. Uh, YouTube live every when? Every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Yeah, for sure. And it's you, Joe Bertrand, and your producer, but Joe Bertrand couldn't be here. Uh, shout out to that guy. He has like some uh, some indie movie coming out called 60 Bucks. Check that out too. I'm pretty sure American League is going to pr uh, promote that. But like, what does a podcast future look like? like? Like, I've seen some episodes, bro. You guys are funny, bro. I just laid that shit out there. If you guys want to see three fools just get together and just shoot the shit, that shit is fire. <clears throat> but like, what do you guys have any like, um, like shows co like coming up or like how to explain this? Do you guys have any like goals like, or are you guys just just fucking podcasting, podcasting? You we were we, uh, at, me, at least for me, it was I just want to get to twenty seven episodes, like right. literally just twenty seven episodes because a lot of people will go, bro, you don't even have twenty seven episodes. I don't know why that's the number, but that's the number that the industry picked. <laughs> so if I'm somebody or anybody. Even if you're 
you have relationships with certain comics. Go, bro, you just started, bro. Like what? Like they get some comics get very standoffish. Like, okay, I'm gonna do it, and then you're not gonna do it ever again. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so in the past, I've had other podcasts, including my own, where because of lack of talent and not knowing how to operate my own equipment, yeah. I couldn't continue to produce my own podcast. Same. So it's always been the downfall. So for me, it's been like. <laughs> If I can make this podcast go 27 episodes, then I'm putting all full force behind it. Yeah. Sponsors are coming in. I can go ahead and tell them, look, we're ready. Look, the talent is ready. We have to get comfortable with each other mm-hmm. before I can go knock on a sponsor and say, hey, that was just my personal goal. This is yeah. what I said to <laughs> for myself. Yeah. If I can keep the group going for, for 27 episodes yeah. and also... Uh, be independent from my engineer and say, fuck it. I, I want to be able to be responsible and say, I got to deliver every single Tuesday. Yeah, 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 if yeah. they're going to show up, I got to show up with the, my equipment working. So I think we're getting there. And now that we're getting there, now we're going to expand to shows. Like we'll bring yeah. the live show. Like the three of us will be on stage and then that's we'll fine. bring other guests and we'll call it American Illegals Comedy Stand Up. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. The name that's is tight. I like the that's name. It. American Eagles. Fuck you, dog. But that's the the, the the next few months. That's what we want to do in the next few months. For sure. For sure. For you. me, it was kind of the same thing. Like what he said, start uh, like a podcast and then it was just, you know, Get familiar the with lack the of shit. fucking uh, of knowing how to. I'm not a very technical guy, so uh, I don't know how to fucking use computers like that. Like but a Rocky Polaroid over here. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a camera. I can fuck it with a camera. You know, I'll take a picture. I'll take a fucking picture. I'll take no. a picture right now with no, the Lavendo. But uh so I had a podcast too and I just ended up like not being able to keep up doing it. And um just uh and it's also it's hard when you're doing it by yourself because yeah. I was doing it by myself, right? So it's hard when you're doing it by yourself. Uh sometimes it's easy you really have shit to talk about, but sometimes you really just got, gotta pump out the episode and I'm just like, what the fuck? It it felt it started to feel like oh, I can't fucking do this. Yeah. Uh, but then <laughs> um for example, Joe, me and Joe, I've known him since he started stand up. First, I hated him. Then he grew on me. Now I, <laughs> now I love him. You know. <laughs> now so, they're fucking. So <laughs> now they're oh, Polaroids. I, oh, I, I, oh, I, you gotta say my shit, but I can't say your shit. <laughs> oh, Everybody us, knows. All, of us <laughs> all right, whatever. All right, fuck I, it. I thought uh, we were Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I have, like, you know. I've known him forever. We fucking just talk. We can just talk forever about shit. We always argue about whatever. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know guys, we're bro. funny together. And then Richard's a fucking vet at stand up. He's a fucking, you know, he's obviously a funny guy. And um, and he fucking gives he gives a shit all the time, you know. So yeah. it's not like he's not shy on uh, going in on us either. So it was, it's just a good, uh, just a. I guess Dynamic. we all kind of work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be Dynamic. honest with them. I, I treated them the shit the first day, and they didn't cry. That's the only reason they stayed. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, and I don't know and why I, all these headliners. That's the move. You guys don't know shit, and then like I, fucking, they break you down for a week, and then after a while, you you're just like, all right, I'm. I'm I know. Not. I seen I seen you guys at the what was it the Atari Improv? You yeah. Guys, Damn, that shit was a packed fucking show, bro. That, that time, yeah, that nice. shit was good, bro. I was like, I watched this. I saw Joe fucking do his thing. He was up there looking like one of the waiters and shit. But it was I know right. I was like, why look would like you a wear waiter it? in New Balances, <laughs> <Yeah. I know. laughs> bro. Like you're the fastest waiter, one. <laughs> but yeah, after seeing him do his um, his thing, I was like, oh shit, I fucking killed it. And then I saw you go up, and then I saw I saw your your set, and I enjoyed it, bro. And I was in there like. 
cool. I, I didn't want to be like in the green room and shit, like all oh, cool guy. And I just sat there in the around the. I, I know. I tried. I I brought you in the green room just oh let's come check it out. Yeah. And then but fucking Nick Lanny and then Johnny Gold were already in there, and I was like, what the fuck? There's already hella people in here. Yeah. But the, it was like cool. people don't. Yeah, the green room's not a fucking lounge either. Like it's not a big ass <laughs> place. It's like a small little corner just for like the comedy. It's funny. I'm working. Okay, so Clark is used to be the manager and general manager for the improvs in the West Coast. Mm-hmm. He was in charge basically of the entire West Coast. And he ran the Ontario Improv for many, many years. And he was the big chief there. He was the one that was booking. He was the one that would call for the comedians and stuff like that. And now he is doing a podcast with me called Behind the Green Room Door. Yeah. And this is one of the things that he discusses in the green room. At our club, at the Ontario Improv, we know when we have amateur hour, dude. It's when everybody's inside of the green room, like nobody's respecting the tab, like it's it's a fucking mess. It's just when we have real headliners, they come, the, the opening acts know to wait outside till the headliner says you can come in. Like there's some etiquette to that green room. Mm-hmm. You leave before the next show starts, like... There's a certain etiquette, and Definitely. to not know that etiquette, like to for you to lounge inside a green room that is not yours, is a big no-no. Get it's a big no-no, no, bro. So and this is Clark saying it. Like Clark is saying, you're not on the show, don't be in that green room. Yeah. This is not 100%. for you to socialize. Yeah, now, not in that show. Those it, if good. the guy that's running the show is calling you inside and wants to have a conversation with you, then that's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm friends with Russell Peters, but if it's his green room, I won't go in. I'll stand outside. He right. says, Rich, come on in, man. Sit down. All right, cool. Yeah. I won't answer till he, even though we're good friends. I got to wait till he says it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You know, like, and uh, as much as, as much fun as we're having and stuff, and as much as, like, you get carried away, I think a lot of people also, too, forget that it's a job, and we're literally yeah. just at work. You know what yeah. I mean? And no matter how much fun you're having, I'm there's still to be some fucking... Yeah. And, and listen and he talks about that you like going to work it's something that's acceptable for you to come a little tipsy that's fine but you're hammered and you're being an idiot and you're being disrespectful and all that shit they'll never want you back yeah the big clubs if you want to work at the big clubs maybe here they're 86 and they'll have you next day but you know if you want to go into big clubs they're going to ask you to please respect the venue like like if you were going to work that's your supervisor that night your office is that stage, but your supervisor is still the guy that's going to cut that check at the end of the night. Yeah, I just, real. I always, that's one of the things I learned early on in stand up is then there would be comics where they'll come into an open mic and then they'll just do one open mic, you know, because they go into that open mic and then they get up and then they get fucked up and it's all about the party and they hang afterwards. Yeah. And then um, afterwards, you know, that's Guilty. it. They just, you, they, at the end of the night, they only did one spot and like I kind of caught that on early on. So I would just be like, that's one of the reasons I do so many spots because yeah. I'll get up at one spot and then I'll still watch a couple more comments just to support the venue and then out. I'll hit a different spot if I can, you know, because you, you really, it's already hard enough as it is, you know, there's already so much competition and so much shit going on that you got to try to fucking get in as many hours or as much time as you can a day, Yeah, you know, especially for us where we're not headlining. So we're not doing a show where it's an hour or we're not doing like a show where it's 30 minutes that you're doing like consecutively mm-hmm. you know on stage at a time um so you have to go around town and you're five minutes here seven here three here you know so you got to just try to get in 20 minutes or something like that or half an hour a day on stage you know so you got to run out there i'd rather do that than hang out now that's what i'm saying if i was gonna drink and hang out after a show would be when i was in hollywood why because people that are there are drinking also 
People that are drinking say things they shouldn't have said. Like, yeah. hey, come to the studio tomorrow. Here's my card. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to fucking get you in the movie. Yeah. Oh, and you're like, okay. Interesting. The guy here in, in, in Linwood is yeah. only going to say, hey, bro. ¿Te gusta, you wanna, te gusta you, Chivo? ¿Te gusta Chivo? Yeah. Bolsita, bro. <laughs> That's the only thing he's going to encourage you to waste the yeah. last fucking money you have in your pocket. Yeah. Go get some perico. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's not going to happen in Hollywood. That's probably going to happen there, too. But at least he'll give you a fucking spot in the movie. Yeah. This yeah. guy's not going to give you a spot in the movie. Yeah. And you'll probably gonna... go half season on it, too. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? like... So who do you want to hang out after a show Opportunity and, and or opportunity, practically. Is hang out with the people and create a relationship with the people that are going to hire you. Yeah. Be amongst wolves. Only do coke oh, yeah. if they're producers. Or... Of course. It's a good course. move. It's a good move to be a... Uh, uh, you know, a small fish in a big pond instead of being the big fish in the little pond. You yeah. know, I'd rather be the, in a huge pond and try to fucking you know. Nah, I fucking and, and, and listen, it there's only so many Jesus Trejos, Richard Villas in the world, and George Six. Lopez's. How many white comics are there? A million, but I need a Mexican one. Why I need one that's bilingual? Why I need one that. I know, fool, being bilingual is like a superpower of mine. Now it is, and I can't even use it. I got to go to like that X-Men school where they got to teach me how to use my powers. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny, bro. <laughs> you know, because I have no idea. I'm just like, sometimes they come out and people are like, that's good. Oh, that's, that's, you should say I, that. What I, did, what did I, I come say? out in a wheelchair with my mind going, no se dice semos, es somos. <laughs> I know, bro. I get corrected by my family all the time. But, um, Estuviste... We're, 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 uh, we're getting to the point of the podcast, bro, where we let our, um, we do a segment here of the podcast called Let's Talk About It, where we let our guests imagine their perfect taco, or you could create a brand new taco, bro, or you could go straight to your like regular go-to taco. Like, So for you, Richard, let's talk about it. What would be like your go-to, or you could imagine a brand new taco? Like, how would you get down? I'll go dessert with a taco, bro. Dessert taco. Choco taco. Ice cream truck. taco. No, but there's levels to this thing. There's levels to this thing. Tiramisu. Yeah, there's two levels. Diabetes one, diabetes two. So what we're going to do, we're going to get the churro mix. The churro mix. Okay, okay. Okay, you see, follow me. As a tortilla. As a tortilla, of course. As a tortilla, the churro mix. You son of a bitch, I'm in. I got you with the churro mix, right? Okay, see, right now, there's a guy in a swami going like, I'm going to write this shit down. This is going to be good with it. Yeah, fuck around. Cast that shit at Plaza Mexico next week. So, so. What we do is is we actually get it, and then we're going to, like American style, put in the hot oil so it creates a little curve mm-hmm. in the stainless steel. So when we get out, it's a hard shell taco, actually, that will come in, and then we're going to squirt like uh, whipped cream inside of it. I want to say okay? squirt. Oh, this was said a fucking... I want to say squirt. So, so we're, just, we're just getting there. We're just getting there. And then <laughs> I am a personally flavored... Uh, my favorite is... Uh, Rocky Roll ice cream. Okay. So then we're gonna go with a little bit of chocolate, and we're gonna put uh, marshmallows, nuts in there. That's so fat. You're bro, going crazy oh, you're right now. You're licking your lips you're right now. You're going crazy right now. I <laughs> see it in his eyes. Yeah, he like he's, wants he's it. Up right now, he's like, thought about this. Yes, he's yes, thought about yes, this for years. Yes, Why is yes, this happening? <laughs> exactly. No, this gets better. Marshmallows. We put the <laughs> ice cream. Listen, <laughs> listen. Big kid. We we put the ice cream on you top. The chocolate ice cream on top. Because Rocky Roll, it's oh my, my favorite. God, you guys then, then we, you know, just like they deep fry ice cream. Oh, Lord. We're going to put crumbs of cereal around the ice cream on top of the taco, and then we're going to deep fry it again. <laughs> and it will be a deep fried taco dessert. 
it is actually bro. deep you fried. Could only, it's illegal in nine states and shit. It, it, yeah, yeah, it'll kill you. That I mean, seems it's, excessive. It, you, yeah. Okay, the, okay. A, the reason a churro cannoli. <laughs> yeah, cereal, exactly. Uh, Exactly, but it's a churro, but it's double dipped. It's double. It's because it has to be. God. I'm hearing it's, a lot listen, of words: churro, cannoli. I hear listen, taco once. Listen, <laughs> it was it's supposed a taco. to be a taco. A taco dessert taco. Yeah, it's a yeah, deep fried it. taco okay. with the ice cream, and it's a deep fried ice cream. Once you dip it, I really, the honestly, time. I really only have one, uh, one comment, question, and or concern. Is I just don't like how you put the shell and then you put in the whipped cream and then the other topping. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should be the shell. All the toppings, whipped cream. See, that's you where know. you're and wrong. That's just, okay, okay, that's your okay. See, I used is, to be a pastry chef. Okay, so. okay, so so here's where we tried that. <laughs> we it tried didn't work that in the company because you need to deep fry the outside of it, and the only thing consistency that can hold on to that. I see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. And so it had to stay. The whipped <laughs> cream had to be inside. See, right? I do so, see so what you're saying. For us to deep fry again, Yo. it would spill all out. So that's yes. why we went reverse. Well, I'm crying, bro. So listen, right? Listen. I don't know if you know man versus food. Remember the show? You definitely thought about this. Yes. Yes. So, dude, you don't even know. It's been ten years. I've been waiting to answer. To oh that question, God, I've been waiting for That's this question fire. in ten years. So now That's that I fire. have, let's it, talk about yeah. it, bro. You just revolutionized the game right so, now. So I know there's somebody right now writing it down, going, "This motherfucker's a genius." I'm gonna fucking get my kids to college. So the reason there's no man versus food. Remember that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy died eating this taco, bro. That's what happened. He pitched the idea. Well, guy died on pilot. He tried it. Boom, died. Fucking That's why you don't see the show anymore. Guys, yeah, man, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that was funny, bro. I, that was very funny. Uh, you, I mean, you don't have to top it for it. It's not a competition. But uh, asada. asada. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. I mean, that was just my creative way of looking no, at that. I don't you know, know if I'll top it. I just, I would like a, uh, maybe like a bald eagle, like taco. Fire, man. You know, you wrote rotisserie, a uh, uh, bald eagle. Uh-huh. And then I want you to like, you know how they get like shred cheese at the, but I want you to do like a rhino horn. You know what I mean? Just get it right on the taco. It's <laughs> the rhino horn. There shavings, rhino horn shavings on my taco. You know what I mean? And a nice little mango habanero penguin sauce. The guy that does the, 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 the guy that does bionicos in the song is going like, a la verga, no rhino horn. <laughs> yo, yo. I just want the most illegal taco. That's the most that. like illegal, exotic, like only Masons, only, oh, yeah. only fraternity yeah. brothers have it. Y'all better not give me money. <laughs> hey, bro, you want that dolphin tears? <laughs> a dolphin tear? Uh, yeah, instead of salt, it's dried dolphin tears. It looks like, like the pink Himalayan song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolphin Dolphins cry pink. Google it. Google it. What? Yes. Oh my god. Facts. Bro, this fucking hilarious. No cap. This motherfucker went exotic, bro. He wants a Jumanji taco. Would you try? Would you try bald eagle, bro? Just because? Yeah, Yeah, dude. Right? Just. I mean, you know, it's illegal. I would want the little the The feet as a keychain or something. You know, just let people know. I wouldn't want crazy. Like your hands, bro. That is a felony. That is a felony. You're walking around with a loaded weapon. Yeah, that's no, motherfucker. You're gonna go to jail for a fucking. For a gallo foot? Eagles? For a gallo foot? <laughs> Everybody keeps confusing it with a gallo foot. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a bald eagle. <laughs> I just saw I just saw the manager. A gallo hero had one, and I was like, I want one, yeah, too. I, I, seen, I, I seen some shit like that. A little, like, hoof and shit. A little baby goat hoof. <laughs> Damn, you guys really killed it on that one. I was not expecting all this. Fucking, all right, so. this American Illegals, go watch the podcast. Oh. If you think that shit was funny. Bro, I'm not. T- I'm yeah. telling you, when you they have guests, they roast the fuck out of the guests. They pick their brains, yeah. and it's three just three fucking fools just being fools and shit. I, I I love it, bro. I actually watch it live when you go on. 
You gotta edit the fucking um the name the tag. Yeah, I already did. Yeah, all right, I already did. I already did. We lost an engineer. Give us a give us a break, bro. We lost an engineer, bro. I'm I'm engineering. We lost somebody, bro. We're hurt. Hey, listen. If you have anybody out there that does OBS, I'm looking for somebody that can do OBS. It's a paid gig. So OBS. I actually do have someone. I refer you. Please, even if I hire him for one day, I'm I'm. I like his his hair right now. Do you know? Do you remember when like Hitler went on stage first? And he had like his hair was perfect, but the yeah. longer he got into a set, it was like, I have, a, his I have like a fucking it's in his face. Sweaty, bro. bro, you have a mullet. You're at Taquache, bro? He's Are you a, at Taquache? Yeah, could. He was yeah, conceived could. to Marco Antonio Solis. Yeah, oh, okay. 100%. Fucking music All right. Um, I have fucking spider webs, dog. Fucking imagine. I'm sorry, we, dog. Keep, we keep uh, <laughs> interrupting. Go on, sir. No, no, no. It's cool, bro. You guys. This podcast has been one of the firest podcasts we've done and shit. Goddamn, how bad were the last one? I felt like we were bombing. I felt like we were bombing. Yeah, dude, I'm not gonna say it. I love being with comedians and riffing, bro. I love the riff of a like of a a group of comedians that can kick it and get their ego involved and they don't like fucking start like you know. How old are you, bro? I'm 29. You're 29 years old. Yeah, bro. bro. And you started how long ago? Uh, one year in the beginning of this year. Beginning of this year. All right, bro. You don't got time to waste, bro. I know. That's what, what I'm saying. I gotta get to it. You he gotta got the Oaxacan gene. Dude. He looks. 12. Yeah, but you look young, bro. So you can pull it off, shit. Bro, I'll be up there like, yeah, I'm bro. 22 and you guys. got that look, bro. Like, like you just crossed. <laughs> like <laughs> I can thanks, see bro. it. Bro, you look like an Indian, and you're young and, and you're old, but like, hurry up. Yeah, you're good. Thanks for the tips. All right, we're going down to fucking. Imagine Food, big dog. Okay. Imagine Food is one of our staple fucking segments here at the Little Brown Boys podcast right. where we let our imaginations as foods go wild, bro. Like, since it's spooky season, you can see we got the fucking calaveras. All those tres arañas are my exes. Um, this is fucking, this is uh, dried up jizz from one of the rags. But um, if you had to fight one ghost or killer, dog, who would it be and how would you kill that fool? If I had to fight? And it could, and it could be like, if you could fight. Like, if you had to, like, Fight one ghost or killer. It could be Chucky, fucking Mike Myers, or you could like La Llorona, Chupacabras, or like how would you fight them and how would you kill that fool, dog? Like how, where would it be the fight and shit? Uh, who would I would fight? Hmm. I think Freddy Krueger. Yeah. yeah. Freddy Krueger. First of all, you would get wrecked, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Freddy no. Krueger's a savage, bro. That fool's jacked. If like, I he's not jacked, he's like toned. Listen, you know listen. he has abs. Bro. He doesn't eat chocolate you know he has abs. Covered. Listen, listen, listen. You didn't say with this body, if I had an oh, ability okay. to fight, fucker. If I have an ability to fight. Now. now, second, if you see the trilogy of, of, of Freddy Krueger. Did I watch the, the Dream Warriors? Bro, Please. of course, of course. Did I watch Where the they can trilogy? imagine the superpowers yeah. in the dream. The wheelchair kid could exactly. watch. Exactly. I got right? it. Right, okay. I'm not okay. exactly what he's so talking about. This is where I'm going with this because I already know this is possible. Okay. I would dream... <laughs> That I would just be a fucking monstrous fucking gorilla the motherfucker. Brock of, of exactly the love, <laughs> yeah. And and, and I have like Wolverine fucking blades and just I just fucking rip this motherfucker apart Damn. just because I want the club. I think the club is cool. I like how you fucking went uh, claw ver claw. Yeah, yes, that's of course. pretty cool. Yeah, I don't want to shoot him. A bunch of cheats. That's a that's a bitch move. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be bigger than him and fucking have those fucking. Oh legs. well, maybe that's a bitch move. I mean, I just want to be way bigger. <laughs> And beat his head. Well, like, motherfucker, you like, said if you had the skills, hey, and, and, I'm, and, and I use a little, it, it, it did happen, and it could happen. Freddie Krueger, Brock Lesnar body with 
Logan with Wolverine fucking tanks. Yes. Sick ass. They, right. just, there you go. You pick your I, monster. Honestly, now. It can't be the honestly, same one. I have, uh, honestly, I have. You could go real killer you know? too. Serial, I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I want to go heads up, one on one. Just catch a quick friendly. With <laughs> <laughs> a fucking uh, thirty second body in the yeah, restroom, just real quick with the Jack the Ripper, you know, oh, you know the, Jack the Ripper, like the, the very first serial killer. Uh, right. He was never caught, so I just feel like you know he's a bitch. Like I, just, <laughs> he's still a I bitch. feel like I could get him. Like if yeah. you know what I mean. Like if I if I could go back normal in time, you, just normal. You. Yeah, just normal me. Regular. <laughs> you me. think you could find him? Um, he's first of all he's first British. Of all, I have an iPhone. First of all he's British. You know what I mean? I don't know. If, I mean, is that, are they? Tough? You know what? Then I would okay. So, so, so if it's a real person, we're talking reality skills. I would say Richard Ramirez because I was I, I was I was I was, yeah. I was ten. I was ten. No, no. Listen, listen. I was ten at the time. He'd give you like those shots where he like winds up and yeah. Richard Ramirez. You no, know, he's a body hit guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Richard Ramirez was a fucking meth head, bro. Yeah, he was, a fucking, he was <laughs> okay, one nah, of the first nah. meth heads. If, yeah. if there's anybody, he was a fucking homeless dude. He slept in the street. If there's anybody I could feed up, was Richard Ramirez, bro. Man. If you see the documentary, he would be guy, the, was wearing the cheapest fucking tennis shoes from Walmart. Take, he was quick. Yeah, he was quick with a fast as Bullshit, fuck, boy. they were the cheapest fast tennis shoes fuck, you could boy. buy at the time. <laughs> That's how they knew, these cheap-ass tennis shoes. Bro, if, he was, if Richard Ramirez does this time, he'd be on fucking uh, Sunset Boulevard in, fucking, in one of those tents right now. Bro, yeah, bro. That's what we rich for Just killing on stuff. Yeah. yeah just, you would never even know, actually. See? I wonder if there's like a homeless here, probably. Yeah, but I would be I would beat up Jack and I would be like in a in like one of those like cobblestone streets. You know what I mean? With and, your I just, iPhone lit? and I just wanna <laughs> knock up I just wanna hit him and then he hits the back of his I head. I one of those cobblestone. Bro, he fucking. kills hookers for a living. You don't think he has some skills? Uh, you think you're oh, you, first of all, you think you, uh, you don't think I'm stronger than a hooker? No, bro. No, 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 no. Right no but but I mean, he has to know some skills to like choke these bitches out. And nah, stuff like he had that. knives. He had like, he had, like okay. Weapons. So he had weapons and shit like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, he's skilled with those weapons. Okay, okay. Okay, back up, back up. Pull up on Jack. Makes no sense. Glock. Hey, what's up, homie? What's up? Oh, so now you can't even. So it had this fucking hand to hand. He's gonna be like duck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, I want to fight him, and also just, also just, I think, and for this one, I probably need like two years of of working okay, out beforehand. Okay, but, but oh, go ahead, Osama bin Laden. Like if I can go back, I because he, I thought he probably knows. Jiu-Jitsu. Bro, he's on diet, bad, diet, uh, diet. What is that? He's not a killer. He's a, no, no, he's no, no. A terrorist. Yeah, that's what he, he was on dialysis, bro. Come on, you want to beat up a no, dialysis peak, guy? Peak, peak him. Because I feel like he, oh, he was always wearing no, like, he he was always wearing like that. I feel like he's Piccolo. When he takes it off, it's like on the ground. Oh, and he's, he's like jacked. a fucking Arab yeah. Iron Man you know and shit. Yeah, I feel like he's literally like. <laughs> it's not Arab either. I don't bro, know what bro, it is. And, and I know I can beat up Richard Ramirez because how did he get caught? Just dudes in the neighborhood. Yeah, they, they, well, they, they hit him with a pipe. But, bro, yeah, but it was like you can't run away from a fucking crowd. Like, just run away. He got but, on the bus. They nah, caught him. They, yeah, they when, caught the, him. when the neighborhoods unite full against you, dog, Damn, bro. He's looking at the glass like, help me. No, fuck you. I just like how it was like a. It was like a hood Mexican neighborhood when it yeah. happened. Yeah. So I just know, like, they they were like, oh, get him. It's that killer. Meanwhile, there's, like, two guys then the crowd that have bodies, too. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, that, Richard but Ramirez is like, who the fuck are you? Fool. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, a weirdo. serial killer. <laughs> that was weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
guys. <laughs> fucking, it's been a great episode, bro. Honestly, man. American Illegals. We got Richard Villa. See him in, in his upcoming shows. You got any upcoming shows? You can plug whatever you want right now. Bro. All right. Uh, what do we have? What do we have? I have shows in Fresno next week, guys. You can see me there. I'll be at the Haha ha Comedy Club this Saturday at 8 o'clock. You can check me out. Also, uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? There's a bunch of stuff coming up, guys. You have a website? You uh, I have a website. Uh, uh, my website is richardvia.com, or you can find me at all my social media uh, platforms as at Richard Comedy or at Richard Via Comedy. You know, what's up, Ernesto? That's it, Ernesto. Um, let me fucking plug some shit. Okay, first of all, we got Monster Comedy Mash in yeah. Linwood, October 9th. Okay, um, so we're doing that. You guys can get tickets by going to my Instagram, clicking the link in my bio. You'll also see the rest of my dates. I'm doing stuff from, uh, like, I don't know, October 9th till the 29th. So I have maybe eight or nine dates. So you guys go go to those, buy tickets to this uh, 9th, and uh, just come ready to have fun. Yeah, um, Monster Mash here in Linwood. If you guys are natives here in Linwood, I recommend you guys go out for a night, have a good time. It's not an all-nighter. It's not a rager. It's literally seated. A seated area, you see comedy, you go home, you buy merch if you want to, and then it's a good night. So it's nothing, it's nothing like not like no fucking drama. Leave that no outside tanks type shit. It's a nice place, dude. The guy, it's it's uh, a like I said, that dude, he's a um, physical trainer and stuff. It's his dad's house or some shit or yeah. their house. So the donor's there too. Super respectful, you know. Um, so just come down and have fun. It's totally like a community effort. Yeah, Everyone support your local. Don't go to their show. Go to my <laughs> show. Uh, that's not, that's not <laughs> all right, guys. We're fucking out of here. Peace. Right,